Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, welcome back to Talk Day Time. I know, I know, it's been literally forever. I don't think we've been on the air since like the first week of March, and I think that's probably being generous. Um, we have a lot to share with you. A lot of life has happened, um, and that's why we've been gone, and we miss you guys, so here we are. Kathy's here too, so we're just going to get started because we have a lot to chat about. So, hey Kathy. Hey, how are you doing? I am good. I am hot because I live in Alabama. It's a thousand degrees, but I am great. How are you? Are we going to start talking about the hot contest when I live on the coast of Alabama? No, and, because it's you know, way hotter. To... Oh, yeah. I know, it's way hotter yeah. there. It's <laughs> way more humid there. I was going to say, let's don't go there. It's like swimming when I go outside at the moment, and I don't like to I know, feel like I'm I've been swimming like... when I'm just walking to my car. <laughs> I'm so excited to come down there, like, for those of y'all that don't know, we're both from Alabama, but um, I'm really excited to come down there. I'm heading that way in uh, 12 days, but I already know how hot it is, and I already know it's literally like walking into a sauna, walking outside. So I'm fully prepared for that. But So tell us, I'm going to let you start. So why don't, since we've been off the air for so long, I just kind of want to give everybody an update and like talk about what we've had going on in our lives that has kept us so busy. So why don't you start and just tell us what's been going on with you? Well, last fall, um, most people probably know that I'm involved with um, a couple of different nonprofit organizations, um, and I'm on the board of directors for one in particular. And so last fall, I decided in order to um, kind of better my state um, as a board member for this nonprofit that I was going to start taking nonprofit uh, management certification classes. So that's kept me really, really busy. I started that back in September of last year. It's a one-year certification course that encompasses eight different classes. Um, I've been taking those. I have one class left to take and, uh, because they had canceled one class last October. So as soon as I finish that, then I'll have finished my certification. And um, it, it's been keeping me pretty busy. Um, between that and actually managing the nonprofit that I work with, um, it's really been keeping me hopping, but um, that's been the bulk of my life along with my boys, um, my husband and my son, and uh, summer activities and everything else. It's just been uh, kind of a crazy winter and a spring, but uh, right now I actually have an empty house, and uh, it's kind of quiet. The dog and the cat are getting along, apparently, and uh, so I've got a couple of weeks where I got to my tails and can catch up a little bit and breathe, and we can do a show. Well, yeah, I know you've been super busy, but it's exciting, and everything that's been going on is awesome, and I'm really excited for you to finish your certification, and you're doing amazing things. I, like, I hear more about it than those of you who are listening now. I hear about it a lot, and it's really awesome what she's doing, so if you're interested, you should definitely um, check all that out and like read her tweets and her Facebook and all of that. So I have been super, super busy, so most of you know this if you follow me. I'm sorry, but you should get spammed. Um, I'm involved with the American Cancer Society. I do Relay for Life. I am on, or I work for ACS Can on the, an athlete, or I'm an athlete now since last time I had a show. So I'm a team leader in my congressional district of volunteers, and uh, I've been pretty busy with that, planning for what's coming up. It's been a really, really exciting year, so let me take you guys back a little. Let me go, like, timeline order. So I'm also in college, so that keeps me really busy. But I had the spring semester. It went great. I had a full, you know, class load. Relays in May. Everyone knows that. I tweet about it on our Talk Day Time twi- Twitter, too. I almost said tweeter, and then, like, I would have said that forever. <laughs> um, 
I also am, um, so you all see that. Well, Relay comes around in May. I'm on the committee in my county, and it's really an awesome event. We do all that. If you don't know about it, um, you can follow me on all my social media. Get in touch with me if you're interested. Um, and I'm also involved with ACF CAN, which is their, uh, which is the legislative legal side of the American Cancer Society. So it's a lobbyist group. And I meet with my lawmakers in my district and then eventually national, like federally, nationally, whatever, in D.C. Um, so that's something that I've been really busy with. In March, this is why I've been away, everyone. So in March, um, my congressional district had a, team, a different team lead, and she her position became vacant because she was unhappy and um, because she was so busy with her regular job and everything, and she just didn't have time. And she told me that she was really impressed with what I was doing, so she was leaving her position for me to take it. So this all happened over like three days. I took her position and I've been slowly like transitioning into the position and trying to like learn how things go and lead a team and build a team. And so things have been really, really good for me. Things have been really exciting. I love what I do. Um, if anyone has, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm going to school um, right now to get my bachelor's and then I'm going to law school. So this is already an interest of mine. So um, yeah, I've just been doing that. I've been to like five or six different things. It's been great. I represent them. So it's really nice to be the face of such a great organization. It's really nice to lead my own team of volunteers and be able to, like, make an impact in my community. And then beyond that, um, we have we have a lot coming up. In August, we have a couple of events, a couple of planning meetings. We have a couple of statewide campaigns that are starting up. In September, we go to D.C. to meet with our representative and our two senators. Um, and then we kind of have a slow month in October, but we do have some breast cancer awareness events. And then... November, we have our biggest fundraiser event of the year where we all show up and we all meet researchers and all that. It's really nice. So a lot of stuff is happening and a lot of stuff is coming up and it's just been really exciting. Um, I'm nearing the end of my associate's degree. Actually, I'm taking classes this summer, which is a first for me. Another thing keeping me busy. Um, So I'll be finishing my associate's in another couple of weeks. But I'm going to continue at my junior college and then graduate in May with with a class of 2019. Technically, I will be finished at the end of this semester, um, assuming I pass math. So, which I'm, I'm not in danger of not passing, but I'm hoping that you know, don't fail that final too hard. I'm terrible with that, but uh, yeah, things have been really good. Things have been really busy, um, but we're we're well on our way to our our bachelor's degree. I say it like it's a team effort, but it really is. And work things are good. I'm being like an adult and doing a grown-up thing. So that's what's been going on with me. And um, I'm extremely happy enjoying it. I've been traveling, too. We've been out of town a couple of times. So just between the two of us, as you guys can probably tell, we've been super busy. And you would think that there would be time in between all that stuff to do a show. But a lot of times when one of us is free, the other is not. And that's just what happens. So, But we're here now. And, we, you know, we're going to keep going. We're going to go strong for the rest of the year. So, anyway. so You know, I, I completely forgot about, about that, too. There was... There was that little case of like a special election that I was helping with um, somewhere along the way in there too. That kind of yeah. kept me hopping for a little while. <laughs> yeah. Speaking a of one of the two senators that you're going to go visit, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, although anyone who's, out, have, anyone who's not aware, we have had quite a political uh, cycle in Alabama, so we've both been involved with that too, and that's kept us on our toes. Yeah, I have to wonder if when you go to Washington, if you're going to ask the the senator that I didn't help elect, um, if uh, you know why he decided to go hang out in Russia for a little bit on July 4th. But I figure probably yeah, not. That's probably not on your agenda hey. for that day. <laughs> no, unfortunately, Steve, we have to, uh, disclosure. 
that we're not allowed to discuss um, anything unrelated to because we're representing our organization, which I completely understand. But I'm so beyond excited. So for those of you that don't know, um, who are not from Alabama, and, well, I don't think you have to be from here to know what went on last fall with Doug Jones and Roy Moore and all that. Well, we elected a Democrat in Alabama, which literally does not happen or hasn't happened in 25 years. It was really exciting for everyone that we didn't like, you know, Roy Moore. Do your own research. I don't want to, like, slam him and say ugly things because even though he deserves it, I'm trying to be professional here. Um, so I'm just not going to call him all the names that I think he is. But we like a Democrat <laughs> in a special election in December, and it was amazing and wonderful and exciting, and everybody was happy. And uh, he's doing a really great job right now. So, yeah, um, I'm really excited that I'm going to meet him in September, hopefully. Um, normal, a lot of, most of the time, it's not too hard to get a meeting with your with your people. Um, the Senator Shelby is hard to get a meeting with because he's ancient and he sends his staff. But Doug Jones has been really, really active and really vocal and very responsive because he is new. So he wants people to be impressed and he wants to do a good job. So we're hoping for a meeting with Doug Jones, which would, like, thrill me. I don't know about everybody else I work with. Um, but a few of us are really excited about that possibility. So, um, but he's really so responsive. So here's, really here's some trivia for you. Here's some trivia for you about Richard Shelby. He has been in his position so long that I have a picture of myself at his desk when I was in middle school and we went on a trip to Washington, D.C. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. And uh, Richard Shelby played the game right because back in the day you had to be a Democrat to be elected in Alabama. So he was, and then he changed parties. So apparently that's, that's what you exactly have to right. do like this year. Just run as a Republican and change parties. Um, or be Doug Jones because he can defeat, you know, Roy Moore. I'm trying Doug to Doug Jones is one of the only people I think that could have been elected in that completely circumstance. And had he had like a solid Republican yeah. that wasn't that wasn't because you're you you can Doug be politic and I don't have to, um but had he not had a wackaloon running opposite, he probably wouldn't have been right. elected, um, despite everything that we did to kind of get everything out there. Um, having a complete nutball as an opponent um, probably helped us immensely. Helped. But, um, well, he, and I also think that being he, a somewhat moderate, you know, Democrat and not being a right, like a, and he a is super a liberal Democrat. Democrat no. That's yeah. He is a moderate. He was able to get some swing votes in there that, that definitely helped. Um, there was a pretty hefty write-in vote for the Republican side where people just outright didn't want to vote for Roy Moore and wrote somebody else in. Yeah. Um, and that, that literally, that was enough to swing the election, too. So it was it was a really exciting time during all of that and being involved and going canvassing picture. things like that. So it's it's been an uh, interesting year, like you said, politically. I went to a rally. I met, um, I met Big Jim Folsom. I met his wife at a rally. Hmm. We we went to a rally in town. We had the best time. Um, we met, let's see, who else did we meet? I can't remember who was there. We met several, not to name drop. I gave an interview to the Washington Post, too. And then um, the guy that I spoke to, I was talking mad smack about Roy Moore because that's what you do at a Doug Jones rally, right? Well, um, to this reporter. And then I discovered that he's not a local reporter. He was just like a national, went everywhere reporter. Who had come just to cover this because this was like two weeks before the election. He was the reporter from the Washington Post that had been fighting on Twitter with President Trump. I can't believe I just called him president. Um, yeah, he was the reporter that had been fighting with the Donald on Twitter. And I was like, oh, what did I say? <laughs> Oops. 
Okay, and this so was during the time I have a friend and all of this, so yeah. I I have a friend that during that particular time um, ended up being on a news clip that went viral a little bit because Pete he lives in Birmingham and he he's actually another uh, one of the board members for the nonprofit I work with and um, he uh, he he was asked on the street about his opinion of the election and he said something to the effect oh, yeah, that, uh, he sent me that about yeah something about badgers like if badgers tearing yes. from a limb, limb from limb or something like that it was hilarious but uh yeah it, it like you said it was definitely an interesting political well, cycle and it still hasn't like, ended you know we're about to go into november elections and we've still got a lot of work to do and and um you know that's it's it, that's about to kick up but um but i'm I excited wait, to hear I get back it. into I'm kind of excited to get back into to the soap talk and soap discussion to you because I finally feel like I've got enough time that I can sit back and breathe. I finally got and caught up it. on Days of Our Lives, which is which is what I'm watching right now. Um, and it's just you know there's there's some really good things going on there. Um, I know we're probably going to get not too much into that today and and kind of get caught up on in a series of of these um, over the course of the next few weeks, hopefully. Um, but but yeah, it's it's been a really, even though it's been just a really hectic, really busy year, I feel like it's been a productive hectic and a productive busy, and that a lot of things yeah. have been done and a lot of lessons have been learned, and none of it has felt like any wasted time, which to me is a good year, you know? Yeah. 2018 has treated me well. It has been a great year so far. Um I would never expect to be where I'm at right now. Like, I never thought, you know, um, and I talked about this quite a bit, but with everything that went on with me last fall and all of this, and, like, I was working really hard, I just didn't expect for things to take off so much and for me to, like, be this far and where I am now. So things have been really good. I don't think that, you know, the lack of shows is because of a lack of work. I think the... (laughs) I think the general malaise and depression that has kind of been cast over a lot of people as far as the state of where things are in our nation at the moment um, has done something else too. There's a lot of fires that have been lit and there's a lot of people that are motivated that weren't before. And, you know, so, I mean, it kind of comes back to being balanced, you know, wherever you have uh, down periods, there's always, that means that there's going to be an up um, at at some point, you know, and that, that that can be a motivating that can be something very motivational and um so you know i think i think there's good things coming ahead i think um you know we probably will continue to be busy but i hope we continue to go ahead and try to make this a priority too cuz i've missed it terribly i know i miss this so and much I'm, i miss being able to sit and chat with you about our soap yeah yeah well and 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 i'm going i'll, I'll be honest right now um i have been watching a lot of gh lately a ton of gh lately but none of it has been from this decade so um, yeah you're i'm probably gonna have to depend on you a lot for that stuff i can tell you all about days of our lives though because man that show is fire at the moment there's a couple of small uh things that you just kind of look at and roll your eyes let you know but for the most part it's firing on all Second cylinders it's around. really really great soap at the moment um so i'm excited to kind of get back into that and um you know and and I don't know. Are you going to tell them about our idea? Yeah, okay. So we're going to tell you guys about this, or I'll tell you about it because she threw it on me. Okay, so we would like to do a series of episodes over the course of however long where we take um, storylines from the past. Um, we choose one 
we watch it together and then we sit and we just dissect it, talk about what we like and what we don't like. And it's sort of like a way to revisit it. Because I know so many of you out there love, love, love watching old clips. Like I can count like 30 of you that I know that didn't watch old school Steve and Kayla. So I, that's something we really want to do with Kathy's idea to do this. Um, but there are a lot of things that we want to sit and just watch and enjoy. And especially with like, it being such a different time than it was then. Like, soaps are different, but the world is different, too. So, like, seeing it from our perspective now would be really – is really interesting to me. And as somebody who wasn't there originally for most of it, um, it's really interesting to me to see how things used to be as opposed to how things are now because things have changed so drastically. So we are really, really looking forward to that. And um, I just want to open this up to you guys. If there is a storyline that you would like us to cover, you'd like us to watch, whatever – um, we're pretty much open to anything, even if the soap's not on. I mean, hey, we can watch the Santa Barbara or whatever on my children. So, um, oh please, so can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Let's watch Mason and Julia. <laughs> oh my God, so much love, yes, so much Mason love. Julia. So y'all, tweet us your suggestions, <laughs> tweet us your ideas, or and we'd like for you guys to watch along. <laughs> and we'd like for y'all to watch it with us. So if you want to watch along, that'd be awesome. So, um, we're probably gonna start with something days related because, um very fluent in old school days of our lives clips well i'm very fluent in old school Susan kayla clips but i'm also very very familiar with like old school gh because y'all know i'm a Laura fan through and through hardcore so well not hardcore because i've moved on like i'm like i'm happy she's married to kevin but anyway um or is she but uh um so yeah <laughs> any of that well oh my god we haven't seen her in six months but that's not the point um so we'll talk about that on our soap news and gossip show because I I really like remember that our I remember our last show was right after the Jeannie Francis thing happened and we did an entire episode to talk about Jeannie Francis like that's how mag that's how much magnitude the subject carries but uh yeah we want to do um like some we want to do maybe like the Monica uh, Quartermain breast cancer story because that's really uh, really a good story we want to do lots of that stuff so. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much like it's it's pretty much like classic soap book club, really. You know, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited um, because soap's been a little lacking. So we're gonna be on a couple more times this week, or hopefully we are. So we're gonna save our like soap news and what's going on chat with for you guys um, until then. But for now, we're just gonna you know this is an idea we have. We're definitely gonna choose one this week and start on it, and I'll we'll tweet out what we've chosen and like if there's a playlist we'll include the playlist you guys can watch with us and engage with us about it because it's really fun to be able to watch along with your friends so we hope you guys like our idea we like it so and we're also going to do a lot of like fun videos uh, or videos a uh, fun episodes um soap related and non-soap related we like to do a few of those like you know random well, i want to do the random 50 question for your uh partner not romantic partner partner in crime that Ooh, one. Baby. I want to do that, and I want to do, yeah, and I want to do, uh, I want to do, what's the other one I said? There was another one I found that I really wanted to do that was like a Q&A for us, and we'd love to do a soap Q&A, so I'll open that up on Twitter, too, so we'll do a poll for what you guys want to see first or something like that, but yeah, so we have tons and tons of ideas for content. We just have to get it creative and get it shared with you guys, and we would love your participation, too, so, um, but yeah, so right now, we have 10 minutes left on, on live, so I want to talk about our soaps that are on right now. I don't want to go too deep into, like, soap news and all the behind-the-scenes stuff because I want to save that for when we have Jen on with us. But uh, let's do, like, sum up in five things or less 
what you're loving about days right now. That's what you're watching, and I will. And what you're hating, do loving and hating, because that's what I put in the title. And then I'll do five things. Okay. Th, that's what I'm watching right now. So let's do that. All right. Number one thing that is absolutely um, awesome on um, Days of Our Lives is there is a budding romance going on, and it is so classic, old school soap build romance between Ben, who is a serial killer. Hello. And um, they're doing a obviously doing some type of a redemption arc with him, and Hope Brady's daughter Sierra. Um, and it, it's kind of one of these classic things where circumstances threw them together and ideal and unideal situations. Um, but he had to save her life. He took her to a remote place where he had, you know, tried to commit a murder before because the guy, the guy's legit a serial killer. Like in his past, he he murdered people. Um, um, but he's been in a, you know, a, a facility, and they have cleared him on his medication, and you know he's trying to obviously they're setting up a pretty pretty so far solid redemption arc for him um we'll have to see how it turns and how it goes but um the chemistry between these two is unbelievable uh sierra was actually in a pairing with another character um steve's son trip and that was actually pretty good chemistry there going on but then they put the two of these in scene the two of the, these two in scenes together and it was just like oh uh, what what was that why were we enamored of that before and it is fire so that is probably the number one thing that's uh, got people of course there's a lot of uh, divisiveness um it's it's making a lot of people talk a lot of people are like what this serial killer and hope's daughter and blah 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 you know but a lot of people are just like this is fire and and we're loving it so I have to say that's the number one thing I'm loving about days. Something I'm not loving about days. Um, it pains me to say that my favorite Days of Our Lives character ever, Jack Devereaux, has the most wishy-washy daughter ever. Um, there is a storyline going on with uh, Abigail and uh, her husband Chad and um, a new character to Candace, um, Stefan, you're going to love this, played uh, by your man, Tyler Christopher. Oh, and uh, you know, so I like to I like to call him Nicano because um, he's supposed to be Stefano oh, Demira's uh, son with uh, with uh, Vivian Alamein, and um, you know that we never knew about, of course. Um, and but this triangle is just really kind of gross. It doesn't work. Um, he the, the Stefan got involved with one of um, you know Abigail went. Um, DID for a little bit and had a couple of different alters and um, he hooked up with one of her alters so pretty much what amounts to rape um, it, it just was the whole thing's gross and it's just it, it not only is like gross but it's also dull I mean just to add insult to injury it's not even interesting gross it's just gross and dull so I'm, I'm not really enamored of that story there's a great storyline going on right now with uh, or there was with uh, Brady and Eve um Donovan, who has uh, they, the two of them had this hate mance that ended up happening, and they ended up kind of falling in love with each other. Teresa came back into the scene, which threw a wrench into things with Brady because obviously they have a past, um, and it was really, really working. And they ended up kind of moving uh, Teresa towards uh, JJ Devereaux, which was working really well out of the story that he had just come out of. Um, so it, it was really. Uh, Really well done. There's a lot of good chemistry all around in there, uh, and I mean that both romantically and just scene partner-wise. There was some pretty, pretty amazing acting going on. But I think that um, 
I think that Jen Lilly is off campus again, so I'm not sure if that's going to play out. I don't think it's, I don't yeah, know if she's coming is. back. Um, oh, good, good, because, man, that was some really good stuff going on there. It was it was really awesome. Um, then, let's see, um, There and then there's a couple of things that are just kind of, um, you know, eh, like uh, right now we're moving towards the end of, uh, Christopher Sean's going to be leaving the show. I don't want to get too deep into that, like you said, but uh, that means that we're about to see the end of uh, Will and uh, uh, what's his name, um, Paul, uh, Narita. So Will and Paul have been together, and they've been really, really good chemistry um, with Chandler Massey playing Will again. Um, so they're obviously moving towards back, you know, getting Will and Sonny back together. And I'm just kind of meh about that because it's been done, and it's not. they're not really that. The chemistry is better between Chandler Massey and Christopher Sean, so I'm not really a fan of all that. But, you know, it's not bad. It's just it is what it is. He's leaving, right? So, you know. Um, and, and there's some other stuff. But mostly I think what I'm loving about Days is, is really – the thing I stand about soaps, number one thing is not necessarily pairs. The thing I stand about soaps is good writing, and and what and there's really good writing going on. There's a great writing team in place at Days. Got Ryan Colorado, but you also have Sherry Anderson in there, and uh, forgive me, I'm forgetting the other writer that's in there. But anyway, they're they're a fantastic team. Um, they've got really good stories that are touching multiple people on canvas. Good umbrella stories, so you're not isolating the canvas off to these little sections uh, the way that some other shows like to do um ahem um and so you know it, it's really just good writing all around i'm really enjoying it it's a pleasure to watch it every day I, I love binging it when i can't get to it you know and i end up having a whole bunch of stuff to watch i end up staying up half the night to watch it it's just it's good soap right now so i think everybody should be watching it all right your turn okay so the things i'm loving and hating about general hospital so I'm trying not to get too deep, but uh, so something I am loving is that uh, this is probably an unpopular opinion, and I'm like four days behind, so I could be wrong, but um, I love this like twisted Michael Nell thing, even though Nell annoys me, um, I think Michael's pretty cool, and I'm a fan, so uh, I'm really loving this twisted story, Um, I haven't seen everything, I saw Carly broke out of Ferncliff, and she like ran in, and she interrupted the wedding, and it was like super, super dramatic. Um, I really love Tamara Braun being back. I'm really into that. She is great. I'm a fan of her character, even though she's an irrelevant character to the canvas, basically. I'm into that. Um, okay, let's see. What else do I like? It's really hard to think of things I like because it's kind of been quite a show, quite a mess for a while. But uh, it's actually improved from, like, past, like, hey, let's say, like, a month ago. I didn't really care if I watched it, and now I'm kind of back into it, so it's getting better but it's still not great um i like the maxi lulu dynamic they're playing right now maxi kind of has this thing she's holding against lulu with the nathan thing because of lulu's reporting and they're trying to work through that but there's like so many layers to their conflict so it's kind of interesting things i hate i absolutely hate the heinrich phase on story i wish he would die i haven't watched in four days so he might have i know that they said the reason that they had him in limbo for so long like, the character is because they were seeing how the audience reacted, because if the audience didn't like him, then they would have just gone ahead and killed him. And if people did like the story, then they were going to let him live. So I haven't seen it in several days, maybe even five or six days. So he could have died. I don't know. But I'm not into Heinrich. I think he should die. I'm sorry, but no offense to Wes Ramsey. I'm sure he's a, he's a nice guy, but this character blows. Um, <laughs> what else do I hate? <laughs> he does. It's horrible. I really hate that they've like Christina so, and so like, I've heard. 
It's so stupid. And, like, he would have been an okay, like, he was a cool Peter August. Like, Peter was an okay character. But then they went and made him Faison's son, and it doesn't even make any sense. And he's all, like, remorseful and stuff. And so, like, now he's, like, it's just ridiculous. It's taken up so much of my screen time. You don't understand. Like, okay, he was, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. Uh, Nina and Oprah took him to the woods to a cabin, like, tied him to a bed. And he's been there for, like, I swear to God, months. He's been there because they can't decide if they're going to kill him or not because Oprah wants to kill him and Nina's like, we can't kill somebody. She's like, no, we can't kill him. And it's been going back and forth. They visit him every day and like torture him some more. Like the dude slit his own wrist trying to cut out of his like um, his ropes and stuff. A Boy Scout came by that we thought was going to help him and then the Boy Scout got chicken and was like, no, nah, you're on your own. So, like, it's just Wait, ridiculous. What? Are you serious? Wait, okay. that was actually a real scene that was written on that show? Yeah, Boy Scout came to help him. And then when the Boy Scout was in there, like, Obrick showed up and the Boy Scout hid. And then he got really scared and ran instead of helping. Yeah, I'm in the but wrong line of work because obviously I could be writing bad soap opera too and getting paid for it. <laughs> right? And he brought him a s'more, so, like, he's a hero, but, uh,. I'm into the. I'm not into that story now. I will say, okay, I will say, and I'll say, if I, I like the. There is a story that has me captivated. The story with Carly and Ferncliff and having the person, and I don't know because I haven't seen it in a week, so don't ruin it for me if you read it on Twitter. But apparently, there's like I'm a mystery sorry. patient next I'm door. Sorry. He he lost me. At, he brought him a s'more. <laughs> yeah, he did. I I kid you not. A s'more, and actually, and it was all crumbled up. Because he dropped it. Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> but the dude slit his wrist and didn't die because he didn't mean to slit his wrist. Then he had this raging infection in his arm that somehow magically went away three days later. And it hasn't been mentioned again. But I, we thought he was going to die from the infection. But he still hasn't cloaked. So here we are. Day number 66 in captivity. But anyway, <laughs> listen. Okay, I can't with that. But Okay. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. I'm it's sorry. Kind of stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. I, you're okay. So anyway, Carly's in Ferncliff because she's apparently criminally insane. Um, and well, even though she's really not, and she didn't well, do it duh. Friends, but that's all the point. Yeah. Um, so there's a mystery patient next door to her, and we don't know who it is. But this person's trying to communicate with her by like, knocking on the door or on the window or not the window. Let the me wall. guess. And like, it's Morgan. I don't think it's Morgan. So oh, I really don't think it's Morgan, but I think it's Heather. But I ha- I don't know because and the reason I think that is because Ken Schreiner tweeted a picture with Robin Matson the other day and said that GH was about to be a wild ride with his buddy. And so I'm thinking it's Heather because Heather's in Franklin too. Hmm. So and Heather hates Carly. So I'm thinking it's Heather. I don't know though, but whoever this person is, the head nurse. First of all, this head nurse at this Franklin is a royal bitch. I don't normally cuss on our show because I try to be a professional and not say that word. But, oh, my Lord, I wish somebody would off this woman. I hate her. So, which means she's a really great actress because she has me convinced she's, like, horrible. Well, she drugged the person in a room next to her so they would stop bothering Carly. And she's, like, visits this person every day and is drugging them and stuff. So a lot of people have a theory about, like, Kevin and his evil twin, Ryan, which I don't really, I'm not into that theory. I don't buy into that. Um, I think it's Heather. A lot of people think that it is, it might be Morgan, but I think they drug on the Morgan grievance train too long, or grieving train too long for it to be Morgan. 
And then a lot of people will think it might, like, there were some Luke things, but I don't think that's a thing. There were some people that thought maybe it was Laura, but Laura was strong, like where she always goes when she disappears for a year. So no one really knows, unless it's happened since I've seen the show. It could have happened for reveal, but I haven't seen it anywhere. But I figured Ken's tweet kind of made me think about it being Heather, but... Anyway, that's really a good story. It's actually entertaining. I'm into that. It's really, the Carly and Francis story really has me. Um, not to sound insensitive towards the cause, but the Alzheimer's story with Mike is getting old. It's the same thing every single day. And I know they're trying to portray something that's a real issue here, but it is literally like dominating everything because, of course, he's a character related to Funny. Um, so it's dominating everything and it's getting old. It's it's like, okay, you know, we need to either move this story along or make a point about, like, this issue and, like, hit the high point of the story because that hasn't happened yet. It just continues to drag. And the story's slow. And so I'm not into it. It's so, not that I don't like the social issue that's being brought about, but it's got something that has to change. So basically you got a storyline about somebody that's forgetting things portrayed by an actor who consistently forgets things. Yeah. Fair to say? <laughs> like his lines. It, and it, Never mind. <laughs> no, you're good. I got you. It's it's just, I'm so frustrated with, and it's like, I know that I get the point, and I get that it's a great cause, and I'm like, I'm all for that. But, oh my gosh. You know, taking up you can everything. write and, you can, you can write and die for a show and still enjoy another one. I'm just saying. Oh, I do. I But I have not had time to watch two soaps. I'm about to start watching extra stuff because we're about to do this book club thing. But uh, I haven't had time for two. I've really had time for one, hence me being six or whatever days behind. But anyway, so those are the things I'm loving and hating. I'm not general hospital right now. There are things I'm hating about days and I'm not even watching it, though. We'll talk about that on our show, Moving Gossip Show, because I see things on the Twitter. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah. Well, Not real wild about that either, fun. but there's something that comes with it that I love, so there you go, and we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, so y'all have to stay tuned for this, but uh, I do love, okay, I'm not even watching days, but I keep seeing screenshots of Tyler Christopher, and I'm like, God, I love this man. Like, I want to die for Tyler Christopher. Y'all all know that. Literally, Nathan Varney at ABC called Tyler Christopher my husband when the subject comes up on the show, because he's been on our show a couple times, we've only faced six or eight times. It became, it's such a joke that it literally became a joke with Nathan. So, like, everyone knows. I still get tweets about that. That was, that's a joke from way back. I still get tweets about Tyler being my, my husband. So, y'all know I go for Tyler Christopher. Well, you and, heard me earlier. What, who did I say he was? I, go, I said he was your man. And I saw a screenshot of him shirtless on Twitter. I love this man. Um, I also... Oh, y'all, okay, funny story. I'm just going to tell you guys this real quick. We have a few more minutes. So I don't know how many of you have been riding with my social media for years, but those of you who have been around a while know the joke with being Buchanan and me not knowing how to untag somebody in a tweet. So for those of you who don't know, let me just tell you, way back when I was young and stupid on Twitter, I didn't know how to untag somebody. And one of my friends tweeted a picture of being Buchanan standing sideways. And I responded, and, and he was wearing jeans. Not that that's really, well, that is relevant, actually. I tweeted and said he had a nice ass. I quoted it. Well, back then, Twitter was different, so you had to actually physically remove a tag. I did not know this 
So I tweeted how, or I tweeted Ian Buchanan himself and told him he had a nice ass at age like 15. Well, my friends were like, well, you can take it down. You know, you tag him, you can delete it, you can delete it before he sees it. And I was like, no, you know what? It's been out there for a few hours. People have seen it. Like, let's just ride this out and see what happens because Ian's super active on Twitter and he, you know, engages. So he thought it was absolutely hilarious. And um, he was like, this kid thinks my ass looks good. Like, I'll take that, like, 100%. And it just became such a joke. And this went on for hours. He made jokes about, you know, behind this and, you know, the back of this. And it was just, like, so funny. And we were just all dying. I got put in Twitter jail because I tweeted so many times. Well, this joke prevails. Like, this, it's been a count 20. You guys, it's been five years. Five years. Maybe six years since this happened. Um, and this joke it still lives. I got a tweet about this the other day. Somebody tweeted a picture of Andy Cannon, and I got a tweet about his ass in response. I was tagged, and he responded too. So, you know what? It's Tyler, the Tyler Rizzo joke is nothing to the Ian Buchanan joke, because I still get, like, literally last week, I got a tweet from Michelle, something about Ian Buchanan's ass. And I was like, you know what? Good times. Like, I was going to take all that down and try and get rid of that memory, but why? It's so good. Nope. And then, you got to own it. At this it, point, you got to own it. It became such a friendship after that. It's like this was the beginning of a beautiful friendship between me and several others. And, you know, I got to know Ian fairly well, real quick. And so, yeah, that's just, it's so, whenever you have a bit around, it's out there. And when it comes up in my time hop, whenever that may be, I'll share. One time he tweeted me, and he tweeted me first, like I hadn't tweeted. And I thought, like, that was the crowning moment of my life because after this conversation, you know, with the jeans, we were friends basically, because, like, how can you not be? Well, then, like, a few weeks later, he tweeted something, and I was like, oh, like, I did such and such, it made me think of you, and I was, like, literally dying. Like, I fell on the floor, because, like, 16-year-old me has such a thing for Ian Buchanan. So, yeah. He tweeted me once, though, and I didn't tweet him first, so I guess that's my biggest Twitter accomplishment. Meredith Evans did that, too, so not to name drop everybody I've ever, like, spoken with, but I guess that's my biggest Twitter accomplishment. But so the, the, the Tyler Grant's for as my man thing, I love when people talk about that. But I really thought people had forgotten the Ian Buchanan jokes. So that's your story of the day since I was trying not to get too into So quite a time. What a time to be alive. Well, it sounds like it was, I was young well, and new at Twitter. Uh, well, well, I think we're probably about done for the day, aren't we? Pretty close. Yeah, yeah five more minutes if you have anything you'd like to add or share I've just bared my soul (laughs) well I've never once tweeted an actor talking about his ass before so I'm not sure I can adequately add to the story but uh, I can I can join in mocking you relentlessly about it from time to time so you can count on that I'm like a friend it's a great you know what it's a great (laughs) hilarious I was so embarrassed back then, and now I would totally do it, which was really funny to me. And back then, it embarrassed me. Now I would totally do it again. Because you know what? Life's too short to not tell somebody when you recognize something of beauty. So, or excellence, I should say. <laughs> that is true. Something of excellence. <laughs> Tyler, tweeted, Tyler tweeted me one time. He was doing a Q&A, and he tweeted me, and I literally think I had a heart attack. Like, actually, at age 18, had a heart attack because... I asked him something about Nicholas, and he responded, and I was like, this is it. This is how we meet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. His wife and children might not be too happy. Yeah. For those of you who don't know me, I'm not serious. I really don't want to break up Tyler Prince and marriage. He seems very happy. 
Anyway, I'm so glad we're back. I had the best time with you tonight, and I can't wait for another night this week. We're going to try and be on, like, every night this week, but, like, that's really ambitious. So I can't wait to chat with you about uh, soap news and gossip and talk about days because there's a lot been going on, and there's a lot been going on behind the scenes at GH. So we definitely have lots to chat about when we have Jen's company. So thank you for t- Yep, um, working on trying to get her there. This- She's she's got she's got a few work things she's got a, a kink out and uh, then after oh that didn't sound good she's got to work out a few things <laughs> a few, few kinks with her work schedule I should say um and uh, hopefully she'll be joining us for something like that um she is looking at her schedule now to see if she can accommodate so um hopefully we'll get that going soon I will tweet about possible storylines and let people do, we'll do a poll and let people kind of vote on what we do first and we'll try and get one of those in this week but we're thinking about starting maybe with Steve and Kayla just because we both watched that and that's something we can start with and chat with and like just refresh on before we jump into something brand new because a lot of them yeah of them I'm old enough that I watched it in, so. I'm old enough that I watched it in real time hmm I've watched it twice <laughs> but not in real time I was an egg in 1986 sorry so anyway, that's my favorite line. People look at me so funny when I say that, but it's the truth. I was. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, thank you for this lovely chat. I had the best time, and I've clearly shared way too much this evening. So I think it's time to just hang it up. <laughs> anyway, I'll Sounds see you back to me. tomorrow night or Thursday night or whenever. But we will be back this week with another episode. Um Thank you guys for being patient, still for not unfollowing us on Twitter. I appreciate that also, and uh, for tuning in. And if you're listening to the recording, you're the real MVP because you missed it and still came back and heard it. <laughs> so. Yep. There you go. Anyway, I will chat with you later. All right. All right. Bye. Later on. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs>